Good afternoon, the calm Christian. How are you today? You know what people do at lunch? They consume mass quantities of food in order to have sustenance, as Sylvester Cat would say. You know what's very funny to me when I watch some videos? I've seen them on Twitter and also YouTube. They're called karma videos or what goes around comes around. Like you see, there was one video where this car is coming out of an exit or something. And these guys get on top of this car because they're trying to rob the person or stop him from going with his car to get into his car. And he manages to shake them off. Like I'm just looking at this and I'm horrified. But it seems that these guys were the aggressors, not the car driver. And then what happens is that the car circles around and comes right back at them and knocks one or two guys down in the video. But nobody got run over or killed. And I laughed my head off. Better you than me. I saw another video where this dude decided that he wanted to pelt rocks at cars as they drove by. Well, I tell you what happened is he pelted a guy who de who decided so he's pelting a guy in the video and he's at the top of the video. And then this car that he pelts actually gets into the left turn and turns around and then drives on what appears to be a sidewalk or a pavement, not the road. And he drives right into that dude and knocks him down. <laughs> now, I'm not advocating anybody to take the law into their own hands. I'm not advocating violence. I'm not doing that. This is not a video podcast. Sorry to do that. But what I'm saying is sometimes things don't go your way, especially when you think you're above the law and you can take matters into your own hands. Everybody has to share the world with everybody else. And there are some people walking around think that there are power unto themselves, that they can do whatever they want to anybody else with no consequences. They apply law to others and grace to themselves. They get a pass. Oh, you better not do it to them. You better not question them or they're gonna be driving in reverse all the way. Ho, 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 ho. They're, but they're empowered and entitled to tell you what to do, how to live, what's going on, and you better do what they say or else, how dare you? Is it, aren't you amazed when you meet people like this? Now they are totally self-centered. They get to do and say whatever they want to others. But lo and behold, when justice comes back to them, oh, oh, I get a pass. That shouldn't have happened to me. I'm a victim. What goes around comes around. Now, I think karma is part of the other religions. I don't know. I get the feeling that karma is an older, is older than Christianity. But it's funny that Paul said the following in Galatians 5 verse 7. Actually, we'll go to six, five verse. No, sorry. I'm sorry. Pardon me. Please forgive. 
Galatians 6, verses 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Verse 8. For he that sows to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Wow, I think the karma thing was before Christianity, but it seems to me that Paul bear, um, borrowed a principle here. Or maybe that's God's principle that was around even before karma, but somehow the people in the other religion, in the other society, figured it out first. And Paul is just re-emphasizing it that it applies to spiritual things. But you know, it's like, treat others the way you want to be treated. If you don't want to be treated badly, then don't treat others badly. Jesus never said to return eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. He said that was the old covenant, the old way of thinking, the way of the world. He said, forgive your enemies. Do good to those who persecute you. He went higher. But I'll be darned, sometimes in Christian churches, Christianity, people do treat each other the way they have been treated. And sometimes people who say they're Christians, who say that they are New Covenant, actually treat others in a very Old Covenant way. They seem to think that they are a law unto themselves and they can preach and, and point the finger at other people. But as my mother-in-law used to say, three fingers are pointing back at you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What goes around comes around. Don't treat people badly if you don't want to be treated badly. Don't pretend to be a victim when the consequences of your own actions come around and bite you in the rear. My uncle is the black sheep of his family. It's nothing to do with religion. He's always been kind of that way. Smart, driven, but somewhat vicious. Him and my dad got into a fight 40, 50 years ago. He stabbed my dad in the stomach. They were not friends. It was about money and work. Since my dad was working for him, it was their company. And my uncle is a very tough businessman, very hard, very harsh. He will not negotiate for you. He will negotiate for himself as all good business, businessmen are supposed to do but he's ruthless. This is a guy who goes on an email and all those emails that, have you ever, ever seen those emails? We'll promise you a million dollars, five million dollars if you send us a thousand. He goes and he plays with those people. I asked my other uncle, who is his, also his brother, does he really believe that? Yes. Then why does he do it? Because he wants money. He's actually lost money that way, but he's ruthless. He's rough. My uncle that I was speaking to, this brother of, um, so this brother and also my dad are both brothers of this uncle that I'm talking about, the ruthless uncle. He said, oh, he climbed up once. We came home and we wanted to watch some TV at one o'clock in the morning. You know what he did? He climbed up the TV antenna and destroyed the antenna so we couldn't watch the show because we were making too much noise. I said, I said to my uncle, are you kidding me? That does not happen. Did you just make that up? He said, I didn't make that up. That's the way it happened. 
I said to my uncle, you know, this other uncle, I heard that when he came home when he was younger, he demanded to eat on the best china and that he would be very vocal about it and he wanted his food there. And he said, yep, that's how he is. And I said to him, said to him I've heard stories like this. This is an urban myth. Nobody could be like that. Nobody could be that demanding. He said, that's exactly how he was. This kind of vicious uncle uh, emailed me about a month or two months ago saying, um, asking me to come and visit him and his wife um, because I haven't seen them for four years. And he said, I'm not begging friendship. And then he, then he asked me what was wrong with me. And he said something about my dad called him a name because he owes my dad money. And how dare my dad do that? Now, I'm not going to side with my uncle if my dad says that my uncle owes him money. I know my uncle owes him money. My dad has told me that. And I told my dad, you should never have loaned him money. Why? Because my mother always said to my dad, listen, go hang out with your brother. Go be friends. You weren't really friends for 40 years. Go hang out with him go be social with him, go talk together. And they did kind of amend their relationship. But my mother would say, do not borrow or loan money to him. Do not do any financial transactions with him because he is ruthless and he can't be depended on. He's for himself. And what did my dad do? He loaned my uncle money. So when my dad would come here and start talking about it and going on about it, I'd say to my dad, very gently, since my dad is in his 90s and my uncle is in his 80s, dad, mom told you not to loan him money. Why did you do what she told you not to do? There's always a period of silence. But you know, it's karma. What goes around comes around. My uncle sent me this letter, to, this email two months ago, and he said, I'm not begging friendship. And you know what I did? After getting a second email um, in this period of a month, you know what I did? I blocked my uncle. I blocked my 80 something year old uncle. Do I feel bad? Yes. Do I feel bad for his wife? Yes, I do. What I, do I miss them? I do. But I don't want to put myself under that kind of authoritative power because I've already been under authoritative power for way too long. And I'm not getting involved with these kinds of arguments. I blocked my uncle. A lady said to me at the church, there are some people that will steal your love, that will steal your joy, and that will steal your peace. And sometimes you have to turn your back on them and love them from afar. Jesus says to forgive, but he never asked anybody to trust or reconcile with somebody if they're afraid of them, if that somebody has done you ill. But he did ask you to forgive. If you want to trust them again, if you want to reconcile with them again, you can. And it may take a long process 
for trust and reconciliation to be rebuilt. It may never be the same again, but if you want to do that, if the person has hurt you, that's up to you. In fact, God would appreciate you making that effort, but you were not called to do that if you are afraid of the person, but you're asked to forgive. Trust and reconciliation takes a long time. God forgave us, but we still have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Because if we hurt God once, we might do it again. And we do, we all do it to God over and over again, we sin. That's why there's a savior to save us from that, to forgive us. That forgiveness that God gives us is not easy breezy lemon squeezy. It cost a holy man, a perfect man, his very life on the cross. For us not to forgive other people is to forget that we have been forgiven by a holy God through his holy Messiah dying an unholy death. I sometimes would like to say to my uncle, because of, of the rude things that he said to people in the family, I would like to say to him, hey uncle, was it your goal in life to be by yourself, to live by yourself, to not care about anybody else around you, to hurt people and say disrespectful things to them, not just to me, but to others? Was that your goal in life was to alienate everybody else in this life? To sit in your big fat house when you're 89 years old and your feet have probably swollen out to gout and you're sitting there and you don't even exercise anymore, but because of your genetics, that you're probably not gonna die for another hundred years because this guy is part of my dad's family and they are indestructible. Those people are indestructible. They've got Jamaican genetics. Unbelievable. I'm only half Jamaican. I'm quite, quite destructible and quite prone to sickness, stress, and melancholy. I would like to ask him, was that your goal? Because if that was your goal, you accomplished it swimmingly. He had said in the email, I'm not begging your friendship. Well, then why are you sending me an email then? Why have you made your life and said all these insulting things to my dad or acted surprised if my dad said stuff to you? Why? Hey, every family has rifts. Every family has, they're falling out. And my dad's family is no exception. But people can forgive. People can decide to start talking again but there's got to be forgiveness and there's got to be effort on both sides. And my uncle shows none of that. My uncle who was talking to me about the antenna being torn down says, I gave up on him a long time ago. And my dad also said that he tried to talk to my uncle and it never works. It never works and he never gets his money back. So he gets very frustrated and I said, you are the one who went against my mother's advice. So why are you upset that this is what happened? So I guess that sometimes the conversations that he's had with this brother, this ruthless brother, who's quite in it for himself has decayed. So my dad gets frustrated. And what do old people do when they get frustrated? Usually they blow up. Some people are very calm and let it go. My dad has his days of calm 
of wisdom and then he has his days when he goes completely rogue like a bull in a china shop. So I said, stop this conversation and communication between you and your brother. It never ends well for you. Some people you have to pray for and from a distance and love from a distance because you cannot work with them no matter what. What goes around comes around. It's called karma. And the Bible, I think, said it first. And God says it too. Spiritual matters, spiritual life. Earthly matters, a temporary life. What do you want to do? What do you want to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What do you want to do? Make sure your heart is right with God. Because what goes around comes around. And if you treat God badly, God won't be able to treat you beautifully like how he wants to treat all of his redeemed children. Don't do that to yourself. God bless you all.